welcome back to Time with the Author. I am Shannon. And I'm Jill. And today we're going to talk about waiting on God and his timing. I want to share a story first that I, that really stood out to me when I was thinking about waiting on God and his timing and, and basically like that God knows what's best for us. And um, we don't always know what's best for us. So this is a story of the we Chinese. We never know what's we best never, for us. No, we never, we, yeah, basically. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard this story before, but I'm going to tell it. Because uh, I thought it was it, it was something that really spoke to me. So it's the story of the Chinese farmer. And once upon a time, there was a Chinese farmer. <laughs> <laughs> and his horse ran away. That evening, all of his neighbors came around. And they said, we're so sorry to hear your horse has run away. That is most unfortunate. The farmer said, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. The next day, the horse came back bringing seven wild horses with it. And in the evening, everybody came back and said, Oh, isn't that lucky? What a great turn of events. You now have eight horses. The farmer again said, Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. The following day, his son tried to break one of the horses. And while riding it, he was thrown and broke his leg. The neighbors then said, Oh, dear, that's too bad. How unfortunate. How unlucky. And the farmer said, Maybe it is. Maybe Maybe it isn't. isn't. The next day, the conscription officers came around to conscript people into the army. And they rejected his son because he had a broken leg. Again, all the neighbors came around and said, isn't that great? How lucky. And again, he said, maybe Maybe it is, maybe maybe it isn't. isn't. So I just thought that was something that really spoke to me with, you know, that we don't know what something good or bad is going to bring to us. Right. You know, and that's, that's something that I feel like is a great reminder of that God knows what's best. So we wait on his timing. Amen. With what he wants to bring for us. And and we never know with what's going on, what he might turn it into. That's right. You know? Anyway, so let's start with a prayer. Dear Lord, we just ask you that everybody's ears would be open, yes. that we would speak the things that you would have everybody hear from our mouths, and that we would be able to teach more about you, Lord, and bring everybody to a place where they can become closer to you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love that story that you shared, Miss Shannon, because it's so true. Everything that happens in our life might be good, might not be good, because God is good all the time. But then it could even change. Right. It could change. There's so many things that can happen in our lives that in our human mind and our human perspective, it appears like it's not going to happen or it it appears that it's going to take too long. And look at all through the Bible, the stories, um, Abraham and Sarah, you know, they, God told them that they were going to have a child and because it was taking longer than they thought, they took it upon themselves to make things happen. And um, that's happened through all eternity, you know, to where we think that we hear God saying something, or maybe we don't even believe that we hear God's voice or we don't understand it, but God will show us if we're really looking for him. We're not, you know, we've we've done a teaching on hearing God's voice before, but just in case you didn't hear that teaching, please don't think that you're looking to hear this big, audible, deep voice speaking to you. It's going to be thoughts in your mind, 
It's going to, of course, sound like you unless you are schizophrenic and have other voices speaking to you. I don't know why I'm laughing. It's a very serious thing. It is very serious. But seriously, it is going to sound like yourself. It's a thought that pops into your mind that you wouldn't have thought of. It lines up with the word of God, and it just doesn't seem like something you would have said to yourself. So it's so important that we know that God does speak to us, you know, and um, he'll speak through other situations and other things. And um, let me let me share this verse here from First John chapter three verse twenty. God is greater than our heart, and He knows everything. I have had a lot of examples in my life of things that um, have happened that I thought, oh my goodness, you know, this needs to happen now, and you want to try to make it happen. But if we wait for God, it's going to all turn <laughs> like, out perfect. Like uh, the stopping the rain. <laughs> yes, like the last, like our last episode talking about stopping the rain. And God knows why he's letting it happen a certain way. Again, he is the creator of all. So if you have an issue or you want something to happen or you don't want something to happen, you need to go to the creator and you need to put it in his hands and trust that he's going to do it. You know, I actually have a true story that is kind of similar to the maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Um, I don't know if you remember that we had known a lady that um, it was a while back that they were out somewhere like I think it was at a gas station or something and they got shot they got shot by somebody like that had come up to their their door and I mean that sounds horrific Mm -hmm. (laughs) that sounds really horrible I can't imagine just having somebody like some stranger come up and shoot me but anyways so she went to the hospital of course dealing with that and come to find out she had like cancer Wow, see? That they found when she was there. And, you know, so, I mean, I know it also, you could look at it very negatively. You could look at it like, wow, wow, God, bad news and worse news. You know, like, it just sounds bad. But at the same time, you know, also, here's what I think. I don't know if you ever think like this, but I like to think like this. What if, because, you know, know, we could think like, oh, but that's a Christian. Why does that have to even happen to Christians? You know, like, you know, it's one thing if it happens to people in general, like bad things. But then also somebody who's like trying to follow God and like, God, aren't you going to protect me? But, um, you know, I, I also think, I mean, one, we're living in a world of sin. Right. Um, it, not only do we have free will. We cannot but, expect to have a perfect life. Yeah, we Everybody has free will, not just us who are Christians. So, um, but anyways, also, I, I think, I wonder if God was ever trying to get her attention to mm. go. I mean, I think about this about everybody, not just that person. Right. It's not like I'm judging that person, but... Um, yeah, I think about this a lot of times when I hear stories that have happened to people, especially with Christians and everything. What if, because we don't know, and I have, I didn't ask that person, but sometimes people do express it, you know, that God was trying to get their attention right. beforehand. And, um, you know, they either didn't listen to it, didn't think that much, didn't think, didn't really recognize that that was God. You know, they just, they just thought it was themselves, like just having a random thought. Um, you know, what if God was trying to prompt her, like, go to the doctor and she's probably thinking why you know well that's got have happened to a lot of people because i know that that happened to grandma my mom and it also happened to dad you know because he um let's see with grandma well, this was recent remember when she recently ended up in the hospital she went to her doctor because her neck kept bothering her mm. and while she's sitting there her heart starts racing. Oh, right, yeah. And they ended up having to call the ambulance and bring her to the hospital, and she had no idea that she had shingles the whole time on the back of her neck. 
So they would never have recognized it and not taken care of everything that was going on, you know, if, if that had not happened. With dad, he um, had his uh, appendix rupture. So we had to get him to the hospital. And then he ended up having heart issues. And we wouldn't have noticed that or had him f- them finding all That's that out. That's right. Yeah, it happened when he was in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of times, you know, God gets our attention one way or another because one of the things could be just something just to get taken care of, but the other thing could be life-threatening, you know, and I hear stories like that all the time. Another situation that um, I bet a lot of people don't think about is how many times do we, and I'll include myself, we get frustrated because we're in a hurry to get somewhere or our spouse is making us take longer because they're not ready or whatever. There's all kinds of situations And then when you're driving along, you might not even think about this. A lot of times there's been an accident right where you had to go through, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you had been there at a different time, you could have ended up in the accident. How many people when 911 happened, how many people mentioned that they were running late or the train was running late and they would have their day to get the donuts. Right. And they ended up not in the tower, the twin towers, and they were supposed to be in there during that time. Their life was saved. Now I've had people also say to me, Oh, so that means the other people's lives didn't matter and you're more important. That's why you, you know, we're okay. Let's not get confused. God's in control and we've got to stop thinking that living on the earth is something so incredible that we don't ever want to leave it, number Mm -hmm. one, and that it's so incredible that this is our only life. Mm -hmm. If you know the Lord and you believe in God and you believe in eternity, I'm sorry, but this time here is as short as one grain of sand. Eternity is the rest of the beach. Okay, so... Our time here has a purpose. God created us for a purpose and for his plan. The Bible says that. So if our purpose is complete, it's not like God wants us to just get out of here. But I look at it like when I try to describe it to people, it's just like, you know, once you became a Christian, you're supposed to be in God's army. When people get sent out in the military, they're sent out for a specific time Mm -hmm. for a reason. Now, needless to say, sometimes they don't make it home, but when they make it back home, that's like us going back to heaven. You know, that's our home. So we have finished our job. We have finished our time in the army and it's time for us to go home. Our purpose has been made complete. Right. So, um, in second Peter chapter three, verses eight and nine, it says, but do not forget this one thing, dear friends with the Lord. A day is like a thousand years, and a thousand years are like a day. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, as some understand slowness. Instead, he is patient with you, not wanting anyone to perish, but everyone to come to repentance. So God's not trying to rush us out of here. He wants us to repent and be able to go home clear, spotless as a lamb white as snow. God directs Proverbs chapter 16, verse nine in their hearts, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. We try to plan things 
because of our timing. Mm-hmm. And we've got to remember it's not about our timing. It's about his timing. And I think, um, you know, something that I had heard about that I thought was really good was uh, that if you're praying to God and asking him to make his desires your desires, then you're going to end up lining up with God's timing in the sense of, you know, like uh, you'll be more patient or you'll feel okay with like, okay, um, I don't feel like I need to focus on that as much. You know, I, I think that that's not the right timing for that. Like, you know, it'll start to line up if we're asking God, go ahead and and, you know, please make your desires our desires. Not like, God, this is what I want. Right. So, it's you know, let me know list. when it's going to happen <laughs> or can it happen now? Right. You know, I, I think. God's Christmas. That's right. what some people think, you know. <laughs> he's, he's Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, not. Um, you know, uh, this was even made into an old song from Ecclesiastes chapters 3, verse 1. There is a time for everything. And a season for every activity under the heavens. And then um, verse 2 through 8 says, A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to uproot. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to tear down and a time to build. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather them, a time to embrace, and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to search, and a time to give up, a time to keep, and a time to throw away, a time to tear, and a time to mend, a time to be silent, and a time to speak, a time to love, and a time to hate, a time for war, and a time for peace. So to me, that covers everything. It's a lot of variety. <laughs> it is, but it really covers everything that with God, there is a specific time for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got to understand that when we think, why isn't it happening yet? The time is running out. I know I only have till this time, God, that this better happen, whether if it's a bill that needs to be paid or a situation to happen. God's timing is perfect, and we've got to just relax and let his time come about. You know, when you had that scripture from this, I was thinking about this after the podcast. You read a scripture that um, talked about there is joy in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is. What, how, uh, <laughs> yes. Okay. No, but listen to me. I was thinking when it said, the part that said that and joy comes in the morning. Oh, did you think like morning, like morning over death? Well, I thought, how is it spelled? Because there could be joy in the morning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G. When when you're mourning, there can be joy coming through that because our tears shedding can bring about joy. Or there's joy in the morning, M-O-R-N-I-N-G. <laughs> it was M-O-R. <laughs> yeah, no, I know the scripture, so I know it was that. But I was thinking, wow, how weird because you can think of it, but joy can come in the morning. You know? I know you've talked about that, that we're mourning over you, that we're supposed to be happy because you get to go home and everything. And here, I'm oh, going to be yeah. just so depressed that you're gone if, you know, or when that happens. I guess I can't say if. <laughs> of course, because you know it's going to happen. If you ever die. <laughs> if you ever die. Yeah, but there's got to be both parts. Like my dad passed away, your grandfather passed away back in, in 2004. So... To this day, 
I have moments of either crying because I miss him. Um, or when we talk about the good things from him and everything. Right. You know, but then there's joy that he's with the Lord. He's dancing with Jesus, you know. And I feel like if he would have still been alive, he would have struggled, you know, with everything that's going on on the earth. And at mm-hmm. this point, it would have been 96 years old anyway. So um, it, it's just like a combination of things. But you've got to find the joy in the midst of it, mm-hmm. you know. You've got to imagine me dancing like crazy with Jesus. Ugh. You know what I mean? <laughs> I would be dancing with Jesus. That's just my makes joy. Me, makes me so upset to think about. Well, don't think about it. Anyways. Um. <laughs> but God's timing is perfect. We've got to know that. When somebody's gone, you've got to know that God's timing is perfect. You right. know, that there are there are reasons. Yeah, you know, I mean, uh, somebody, which I would love to go deeper into uh, the actual people of the Bible and everything, but uh, as far as like... With Joseph, you know, he he was a kid. He was young. You know, it was early on in his life when he had dreams. Right. That uh, his brothers would be, you know, like their wheat would be bowing down to him and the stars bowing to him, you know, all that stuff. And then it's not until he's gone through being a slave, in jail, like all these things. And then he ends up being second in command all over Egypt. Right. You know, and... um. And then here come his brothers and But look what all he went down. through. Just like David, they go through a lot. And why? The reason why God allows us to go through different things, we look at it in the negative way. Right? Yeah, well, <laughs> we look at it in a negative way like, why do we have to go through this, God? Why am I suffering with this? And God looks at it like, it's because I'm pruning you. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm raising you up in those areas where you're weak. So that when you do land in that position and that mantle officially comes upon you, then you will be prepared You're and ready. ready. You're humbled. Yeah. You know, I'm sure being a slave <laughs> has got to be pretty humbling. Yeah. And Joseph, you know, to go imagine if he, because he had had a, a really good life with his parents where he was taught to do things that his brothers, you know, they'd go do the hard labor and he's like in there learning and writing and all that. And... um. You know, that could give you kind of a big head. You know, you're you're set apart from your siblings and everything, and you're doing all these things. That's going to give you a big head. And so then he goes and is made a slave and then goes to jail. You know, so, like, all these things are kind of humbling him right. to the point to where he can handle being up in such a high position that he ended up being um, right below Well, Pharaoh the problem only. is a lot of times people get in high positions and then they become even more arrogant mm-hmm. because they feel like they're above everybody. They have to answer to nobody. Excuse me, I almost started coughing. But he always put uh, <coughs> God, you know, up there to where he proved time and time again that that was what was going to be most important. You know, not that, oh, I'm over. I mean, he was, he was then appointed in jail to be above the other prisoners. And he still always just with everything put God first. Right. Well, God didn't strip him of everything. You know, and and he was able to in jail. I'm sure it was kind of like this whole, okay, I humbled you down as a slave. You're in jail. Okay, now can I put you in charge of people? Can you be set apart again? Right. To where you're over everybody. um, And you're basically considered like the best prisoner here because you're trusted. Can you handle that? Can you still be humble? Well, it was like a process. Yeah. I'm going to put you up here and let's see how you do. Are you going to become too arrogant? 
Or are you are you showing me that you're more ready? He's one of my favorite Bible people. In case you didn't notice, he really is because there, you know, between him and Esther, I I mean, oh still gosh, still, I think I would pick him because he just went through so much yeah. and became, you know, he came up to such a high position and he he just handled everything so well. In my opinion, I wasn't there. I wasn't there to witness his struggles. Well, I'm sure there were times that he's, you know, I mean, he was still or, human. He wasn't right. considered perfect or anything, but. Um, but you know, who knows that may have gotten him in trouble with his siblings who put him <laughs> into slavery in the first place. Well, I think he was bragging about his dreams. Right. He, he most likely, that's probably why he had to be so humbled because he most likely, you know, with being set apart from his brothers, he maybe was getting pretty braggy. That's typical, you know, with your brothers. Well, siblings. and that's what he did with his dreams. He came out and started bragging to his brothers that I had a dream that one day you're going to be bowing down before me. Right. And so, but you know. In the end, he always just chose the high road of like, okay, what does God want me to do? Okay, I'm in jail. I'm a, I'm in the lowest, like slavery you would think is the lowest, but then comes jail. <laughs> like right. it's pretty low, very low. And then still it's what does God want me to do? You know, I just thought that was, that was pretty awesome. And then he's brought before Pharaoh and. That communication with God is so important, mm -hmm. you know. I was just reading um, today's devotional. Did you read today's devotional? I did, but that was like first thing in the morning. So it's I so remember. good because it just talks something about, about needing God all throughout your day or something. All throughout your day. We should be... <laughs> just something about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but even simple, short prayer, just calling, just repeating his name. It was saying you can't say the name of Jesus enough. Mm -hmm. You know, that you just call on his name. Keep a remembrance of him so that you're applying him to every step that you take, you know, everything you say, everything you do. And that's why when we start out the podcast, every every time we do one, we make sure that we start out with prayer and we end with prayer because we want to make sure that we're keeping our focus on him, you know, as we speak. Jeremiah chapter 29, verses 11 through 12. This is a very familiar one, but it's one that definitely applies at all times. For I know the plans that I have for you. Sometimes we forget that. Yeah. I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. But wait, I love that that really, that's, um, <laughs> that's in relation to God's perspective. Right. You know, because we, ha we cannot forget that God. Oh, that's God, not our perspective Right. God has a totally different perspective than us. He, when he says... Where is it? You said <laughs> plans to prosper you. That, like, if you go back to Joseph, that didn't mean, okay, Joseph, you're going to sit here and you're going to learn. Everything's going to be all nice. And then I'm going to put you in charge of Egypt. You're only you're only going to be second to Pharaoh. Yeah. And that's not what that means. So we, ha we cannot forget that when it says a promise like that, that God will prosper you, that doesn't mean it's in our timing and going the way that we think it's going to go. Exactly. Well, Here's the thing. I'll, I'll share a couple different analogies um, that might help help us to see it in the right perspective. I mean, obviously, we know that the Bible talks about the vines, you know, and the branches. And you think about wine, the grapes, you know, when they're growing the grapes for the wine, you've got to prune it. You know, now you have to imagine pruning what you would feel like if you were an actual vine and you were being pruned ouch and, there goes my arm yes <laughs> ripped off pieces it would hurt mm -hmm. okay so 
in order to keep something fresh and new and good, you've got to prune it. You've got to rip pieces off that can't feel good. Continually get get rid of the dead and the old. Exactly, and that's what God the says. Unnecessary. Yeah, and if you think about it in our spirit, we're born with death in our spirit. So in order, once we get the life of Jesus, we've got to get all the garbage out. So it's going to hurt. If we didn't face situations to where we would have to step up to the plate and trust God or go through pain. Now, don't get me wrong. Neither one of us like it. (laughs) We're not talking like, okay, guys, this is so easy. Get with the program. We're not saying that. We're just saying what the actual facts are of what we have to face with the Lord. We've got to face those times to where we're going to get pruned, where we're going to, you know, iron rubbing iron, you know, that that hurts. It scrubs things down. Um, Thinking about the the scripture that talks about it. I mean, this doesn't happen in actuality, but there are scriptures that talk about that the potter takes the pottery and puts it in the fire and he watches it, you know, and the Lord is watching us. He's looking at us and he's looking for his reflection. He wants to see us be more like him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We've, we've got to make sure that that's very clear that God's going to watch us through situations and through times. Wait quietly. Lamentations chapter three, verses 25 to 26. The Lord is good to those whose hope is in him, to the one who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. We've got to have those quiet times that we sit with God. I like um, Habakkuk 2.3 says, But these things I plan won't happen right away. Slowly, steadily, surely, the time approaches when the vision will be fulfilled. If it seems slow, do not despair, for these things will surely come to pass. Just be patient. They will not be overdue a single day. Please let us not be like Sarah and Abraham. <laughs> exactly. Where we um, <laughs> we uh, are so impatient that we push something to happen and then we end up, you know, we can really hurt others in the process. I mean, that really, you know, with, um, with Abraham's other son, Ishmael, you know, his mom. Was that Hagar? Yes. I remember that. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I want to make sure I remember that correctly. Um, that had to be hurtful. Now, also, I don't know if you guys have heard that story. Again, I'd love to go into these people. But I was reading over it um, some time ago. <laughs> and when he, when it, you know, Sarah was like, Hagar needs to go. Like, her right. kid need to go. Like, it needs to be about us. Like, okay, that was your fault, Sarah. Exactly. Okay. You push that to happen like some of us women do. Like, go fix that. You know. Yeah, we do. (laughs) We do. We've got to make sure that we don't push things to happen, to make things happen that should not have happened. But, you know, God will still bless us anyways. But poor Hagar. Like, I really sympathize for her because Abraham's like, like, here's some snacks. Hit the road. (laughs) Like, the desert road. exactly. (laughs) And literally, Ishmael almost died. You know, that's just, that's sad. That's really crazy. Like well, God definitely that had to be a the situation. Because, yeah. Because <laughs> Forget that, that was, he made the kid that he wasn't supposed to make, but then to go and send them off like that, that's that's just wrong. Yeah, Abraham. that was pushed. That was pushed by Sarah and Abraham. And uh, 
God had compassion for her in the situation. Yeah, God told her that um, he would take care of her, and he did. I want to end, as we're getting ready to close, I want to end with my verse that's been at the top of my list since I became a Christian, and God keeps using it to train me up. It's one that's very popular. It can be applied to everything. Yeah, but that's why God's kept it right at hand, because every time things happen, he's like, go back to that verse. You need to focus on that. And it, because it's so, it's filled with so many riches in it. It's Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him or submit to him and he will make your path straight. So let's just break that apart. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Well, that's, a, that's an X right there because... That's X'd out. That's hard. That's hard. And we don't, 24 hours a day, we don't trust in the Lord with all of our heart. Situations come up and we start questioning, okay, God, I want to trust you, but we always have a but in the situation. Uh, My my struggle is, but is this really what you're saying to me? I'm not sure. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So that's a big one. So let's just stop there and think about that. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. If we can master that, we've got it all. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And then the next part says, lean not and on your you own. And then you die because everything's over. E- you, exactly. You finally accomplished it. <laughs> and lean not on your own understanding. Our own understanding looks with fleshly eyes. You know, I, I was thinking about earlier, um, and I had forgotten until just now. So I guess, see, there you go. God wanted me to apply it right now. That author, Tommy Tenney, um, that I've mentioned a couple of times in different episodes, he has this incredible book that... Um, God Chasers. Yes. Well, that's one, but um, because he's written many books, but this one where he's talking about the perspective of God, where he's in an elevator with his child. I might have told this before, but this fits right there. Lean not on your own understanding. He's in the elevator with his child and his child is really young. So standing down, maybe, maybe a little bit above his knees or by his thigh somewhere. And it's a packed elevator. And his child is reaching up to be picked up because they're being overwhelmed with their perspective of all of these bodies all around (laughs) them. (laughs) Yeah, legs and bottoms all over the place. And so the child um, lifts their hands because she wants daddy to pick her up. And And she's getting fussy. And once the dad picks her up, he could feel a sigh of relief. Like now she's relaxed. She's up there and her perspective now is up equal to everybody, you know, above, above all of this. Yeah. Above all this overwhelming push in bodies all around her. Mm -hmm. So when we, when we think about leaning, not on our understanding, our perspective is looking at the world and the problems and what's going on. It's overwhelming. But if we would raise our hands as we worship the Lord and get into his presence and he lifts us up above our circumstances and there and lean not on our own understanding. Lord, I lift my hands up to you and I worship you so that you can raise me up to your perspective, which is way above the problems of the world. And I can look down and my problems don't seem don't seem big anymore. Mm-hmm. So trust in the Lord with all of your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all of our ways, if we acknowledge him, meaning we submit to him, Lord, I put you over this situation, 
he will make our path straight. Amen. We want to we want a straight path, not a crooked path, not the one that's zigzagging all over the place. We want a straight path. Amen. Amen. Why don't you go ahead and do a closing prayer today? Okay. Well, Father God, we thank you that you've given us so many riches in your word that we can stand on your promises. And Lord, as you try to teach us, we can hang on to the things that you say and walk through them. And so we thank you for that, Father God. We trust in you and we want to trust in you with all of our heart and not lean on our understanding because human understanding says that this situation is a disaster. It's a mess. But when we acknowledge you in our situation and we allow you to lift us up to your heights, then we can say, Lord, your timing is perfect. Your ways are not our ways and your thoughts are not our thoughts. We ask you, Holy Spirit, to control our thoughts, to take over what we're thinking that seems like we can't make it, that seems like this is too much for us, that seems like we will never arrive. But if we put you in control, all things are possible in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. I hope you enjoyed. Yes. <clears throat> and uh, I hope you go and check out some of the things that we talked about in the Bible. You know, go listen. Go and re- listen. Hey, you could listen. You could listen to the Bible app. <laughs> uh, go and read about, you know, some of the people in the Bible. Um, you know, read more about God's timing and how he's helped other people or what he has to say about that. I just encourage everybody to study some more. And uh, we'll... We'll be back next week with some more, though. Yep. And listen to our other episodes if you haven't. Thanks for checking us out. You guys have a great day. Yes. Thanks for joining us.